Solom. This is interesting letter. I'm writing this letter very, very heartbroken, very upset. Thinking about you really, really hurts my heart. You think you seem to feel that whoever wants you to learn is out to get you. In other words, they're pushing you to learn is something which is against you. And what you think is good is to spend time doing nothing. You don't seem to care that you're destined to become an Amoritz. And you don't care much about how upset your parents are. Very, very strong. I mean, very strong letter from the Chazanish. Um, I, I assume, I think they were all written to somebody named Fall Halpern, who just passed away. A very a fascinating person. Fall Halpern's father was one of the people who founded Nebrak. He, um, he, he invested a lot of money in Nebrak, built a lot of institutions, was really, really a, a um, extremely big stock giver. His son, Rafal, was brilliant, um, uh, wild, to put it mildly, all over the place. He eventually, many of these letters, most of these letters written to him, he eventually became Fry. He became a world-class wrestler and martial arts champion. Did Shuva at some point later in his life and became a very promiet. He sat and learned a lot. He ran a whole bunch of businesses very successfully. And um, he, he just passed away, I don't know, four or five years ago. He himself was a big belt stalker. If you, if what we have from him uh, in Svarim-wise, quote-unquote, is four volumes on Rashi, if you'll take a look at the other library, like four volumes on Rashi, history, way brings, how many times Rashi quotes somebody, like like all the, all the information sort of catalog. He also wrote, if you'll see, there's a brown 12-volume set on every Rav and Godlin Kali so that we have any record of when he lived, who he lived, who his rabbis were, and so on and so forth. And he also wrote a Frum Encyclopedia for Haredi people um, about everything. It's called Encyclopedia Basis Old Hebrew. I translated in English. Those are amongst the things that I know of. But he was a definitely colorful personality. Um, so, so I think a lot of his letters were to him. But Omnam, he says, it's not easy to sit down and apply yourself. It's that it's that initial sitting down that takes that's hard. If I can give a muscle fit, um, it's like when you start a car, getting the car to move takes a lot of energy. Once the car is moving, it takes a lot less energy. And if a person um, decides, yes, I'm learning, they all fall away. And and there is no pleasure in the world like sitting and learning. Umadabi says, what can I tell you? Your ears are stuffed, and you don't seem to care much. 
Woe unto the precious time that you're losing with your own hands, you're destroying time that's worth a lot. And woe unto the Midas Tovos that you are so nonchalantly um, destroying. I just heard a Sidrucha in so-and-so there you are. You were supposed to have a Seder with somebody that we made up, and you're not keeping the Seder. And you're causing him Tsar. Instead of, he's doing so much to make sure that you're doing right, and you're, you're causing a lot of anger. Because of your foolishness, you'd rather just sort of fool around, do some mischievous stuff. Halaytede says, understand, from the depths of love, and from an awakening of Rachmim, I speak to you very sharply. It's not my nature. Chaznish was an extremely gentle person. Chaznish was someone who, who was extremely, extremely gentle and very hesitant to speak sharply. It was not Chaznish's role. And he says, you know, I'm forcing myself to write these things because I have no choice. There's nothing else. What else can I tell you? And I call out to you. It's, it, this is a piyot that is a that we say on some uh, medallion at the end of, after the the, the slichas are beautiful go back come back um, tomorrow you're going to regret the playing around the fooling out today and the young years fly by and life is a turbulent storm. And the tackles of life is aneg alamala toro to enjoy the working and learning. It's a type of work that pays off dividends eternally. And I'm waiting for you to respond to me. Very, very, very powerful. Okay. Tess. I want to hear how well you're doing. And obviously, the good that I'm talking about, what I want to know is how well you're learning. A person has many tithes. Because things that are pleasant excite the body to a pleasure that is only medumah. And a person enjoys it. A person is happy. He, he, so, so, Lamashal, a person has some sort of physical pleasure. It excites the person, arouses the person, and, you know, and, and, uh, and he gets some pleasure out of it. But this pleasure does not have the ability to, to compete with, with, with the refined pleasure of working and studying. Let's just stop a minute and talk about this. The, the, a person... 
the where is the makom of Nisayan? Where's the makom of Veda? What where's that that turning point, that axis? So let's let's understand the function of a person. A person um, is motivated by pleasure. No two ways about it. By all counts, what motivates a person is things that he enjoys and does. So the thing is, he can do it. He, he can put himself on autopilot. So when a person when a person is at a buffet and he reaches out to take something, it's whatever kindles the largest amount of pleasure he'll reach out and grab. So the the um, the, the, the type of automatic response. Uh, um, you'll pardon me. A woman walks by in the street. Everybody's eyes follow her. Those are a person's response to pleasure is um, is a, a automatic thing, and avodas Hashem is not different. Ostis anigal Hashem, and so on. Oneg pleasure was meant to be the central nekuda of a person. That's that's the emes. Where does where does the person come in? Where does Korachabchira come in? So let's go back to the buffet. A person a person standing by a big buffet table and the stuff is laden there, you know, it's just that, and instinctively reaches out to grab a big slice of something. Now the seichel can say the following. One minute. Let's try to analyze it. You will enjoy this piece of pie for about two minutes. You're going to put on another 25 pounds by the end of the year, and you'll be walking around huffing, puffing, um, feeling not well, uh, schlepping along, um, and, and, and there will be a lot of pain associated with it. Forget about disease or whatever it is. So don't you want more pleasure? Wouldn't it be more pleasurable to eat something less um, alluring, but in the long run, so instead of enjoying two minutes now, two minutes tomorrow, and then suffering day in, day out, schlepping around a, a big stomach and 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 then the high blood pressure and the face and whatever it is, you you, you could um, have less pleasure now and have a lot more pleasure as you go along. So the seichel is not there. The seichel is not there to deny pleasure because we're not supposed to deny pleasure. We're supposed to, the world is lisanig al Hashem, lisanig. That's the, in, in, in Kabbalah, that's the most pneumistic in the Kuda is Tainu. The Seichel is there to sort of help us make sense of what is pleasure, what's not pleasure. Um, you can, you, a, a person walks by a restaurant and it's, it's the closest one by him. It's a cheap takeout place for, for, for five bucks. He has a big Mac something or other. And he's out to get something says to him, wait, wait until it's another, you walk another half a mile, there's a nice place, there's much more refined food, much more delicate pleasure. So Seichel acts to help us make intelligent decisions about the pleasure. A person is in high school, let's forget about the yeshiva part of it. A person is in high school and it's right now more pleasant to sit downstairs and hang out than it is to study for the math test. So, and um, Seichel tells a person, yes, 
is now more pleasant. But let's weigh that pleasantness, and then the rest of your life, basically being stuck to being a pizza delivery boy, and the amount of money you make, and how much work you have to do, and your role in society, versus being respectable and a doctor, and, and, and the, the income, and so on and so forth. So, so Seichel is instrumental in helping a person arrange his tainug in a meaningful way. Let's go back to the let's go back to the, to the thing he's talking about. If if we were to see that people who sit and learn, who are really into learning, were suffering type of people, so you know what? I don't know. So yes, maybe I could promise you a lot of Olam Haba, but you know, Olam Haba is, a, is a very very far away, hopefully, and uh, you know, it's it's something that really doesn't mean anything. But if we see people that are sitting and learning seem to thrive on it, people got into it really, really get a lot of it. So I'm saying to myself, you know, it's a whole different type of enjoyment. It's, it's, it, it, it strikes at a much deeper. When a person finishes doing nothing, it leaves a very bad aftertaste in his mouth. Even if he, even if he, he hung out this nap without, a person feels just wasted away my time. When a person finishes learning. Not only once a person learns that, once a person enjoys learning, there's also a very good feeling having done that. That feeling increases. I learned this myself, I learned it well, I know it, so on and so forth. So when a person, and it is hard to make the transition from not learning to learning. It's hard. It's hard in the general picture, somebody who's not learning for somebody's learning. And it's hard every morning. When you get up in the morning, the easiest pleasure is staying in bed. Um, you know, the, 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 it's, it takes acceleration to pick stuff up and, and get into base marriage. I sit down by Gemara, and th- the first few minutes of getting into it takes. But once a person into it, it tends to become more and more pleasurable. And as time goes on, it's more and more pleasurable. And, and then in the afterthought, you know, I really put in a good week learning. It's also, if a person thinks about it that way, then a person is not counteracting. It's it, we think the Itzahara is trying to give us pleasure, and it's a total. He's telling us the right thing, but the right thing is always equivalent to um, no pleasure. Right, you know, the, the, the things that are right never seem to be pleasurable. The 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 um, the the what he's telling us here, and what it's true is, it's not like that. It takes an effort to get there, but the pleasure is a much finer pleasure, lasts much longer, and 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 it and in, in afterwards, looking back, it certainly is something which which um, is, 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 is gives a person a lot more in, 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 in the afterwards. So he says, Abu Hanozu in the curtains has the hanor of hacking around doesn't fold a candle. To the, to the extraordinary pleasure of Amala Chachma. The person the Shammah lifts up above the tumult of the world. When a person is misanig on Torah, his Shammah lifts up. And he enjoys Chachma that's beyond. He has some Kesha Kodesh and this is the greatest good I could give a person that even when I'm this world, I can begin to have an otherworldly Hanoi. Um, and I, I'm, I'm asking you, um, 
how much uh, how much have you begun to understand the suffering of people? Because at the end of the day, people don't have anything. Um, a person has the ability to to, 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 to glimpse at the Orba Kadashvaraku and to and to indulge in, in this in, in this extraordinary karma that pulls a person with happiness. One more packet. There are other things besides this Hanor of learning a few other points. To put in firm foundations in the heart. To recognize in a very real way. A person was created. Someone created a person. And someone told him what to do. And the mitzvahs give him a handle on eternity. To, to be in the shadow of Chachma and to be close to the one who loves her. A person needs to be mishtadel and be mekayim every mitzvah with all the tukim. The Chazish very, very strongly held that doing mitzvahs with diktuk is really what gets a person motivated. It's, this was one of his um, disagreements with the Muslim movement. The Muslim movement felt that putting a lot of effort into talking about how important it is to do witness is the best way to motivate you. That's Muslim, Muslim news and so on. The Chaznish said, TikTok comments will be for you. TikTok means doing mitzvahs carefully, exactly as supposed to do. That a person asks himself, how do you do the Tulsa Dayim, exact halachas, every time you do the Tulsa Dayim, should be dry, the water should go up to here, I should push afterwards. The Chazish held that that's the Torah's chinuch to make a person khalifa khach. This was a disagreement of his with others, but this is what he's referring to in the very, very end. Most of the next one, in the next letter, he's going to give more Musa about learning, and he's going to speak to him about how to make tzitzis. And and uh, you know and uh, be careful with sins. Chazish held very strongly that people from mitzvahs is is the way to bring a person to do the right things. Okay. Okay. You recorded last week. Um, I recorded.